Section 11 of Happy Jack by Thornton W. Burgess. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jude Summers. Section 11. What Farmer Brown's Boy Did with Shadow. Happy Jack is Perfectly Happy. And Sammy Jay Upsets Happy Jack. Chapter 31. What Farmer Brown's Boy Did with Shadow. Ribble, dibble, dibble, dab. Some people have the gift of gab. Some people have no tongues at all to trip them up and make them fall. It is a fact, one of the biggest facts in all the world, that tongues make the greatest part of all the trouble that brings uncomfortable feelings and bitterness and sadness and suffering and sorrow. If it wasn't for unruly, careless, mean tongues, the great world would be a million times better to live in, a million times happier. It is because of his unruly tongue that Sammy Jay is forever getting into trouble. It is the same way with Chatterer the Red Squirrel. And it is just the same way with a great many little boys and girls, and with grown-ups as well. When the little people of the Green Forest and Green Meadows, who fear Shadow the Weasel, found that he was a prisoner, many of them took particular pains to visit him when the way was clear, just to make fun of him and tease him and tell him that they were not afraid of him and that they were glad he was a prisoner and that they were sure something dreadful would happen to him, and they hoped it would. Shadow said never a word in reply. He was too wise to do that. He just turned his back on them. But all the time he was storing up in his mind all these hateful things, and he meant, if ever he got free again, to make life very uncomfortable for those whose foolish tongues were trying to make him feel more miserable than he already felt. But these little people with the foolish tongues didn't stop to think what might happen. They just took for granted that Shadow never again would run wild and free in the green forest, and so they just let their tongues run and enjoyed doing it. Perhaps they wouldn't have if they had known just what was going on in the mind of Farmer Brown's boy. Ever since he had found Shadow in the trap which he had set for him in the henhouse, Farmer Brown's boy had been puzzling over what he should do with his prisoner. At first he had thought he would keep him in a cage for the rest of his life. But somehow, whenever he looked into Shadow's fierce little eyes and saw how unafraid they looked, he got to thinking of how terrible it must be to be shut up in a little narrow cage when one has had all the green forest in which to go and come. Then he thought that he would kill Shadow and put him out of his misery at once. He killed my pullets, and he is always hunting the harmless little people of the green forest and the green meadows, so he deserves to be killed, thought Farmer Brown's boy. He's a pest. Then he remembered that after all Shadow was one of old Mother Nature's little people, and that he must serve some purpose in Mother Nature's great plan. Bad as he seemed, she must have some use for him. Perhaps it was to teach others through fear of him how to be smarter and take better care of themselves, and so be better fitted to do their parts. The more he thought of this, 
the harder it was for Farmer Brown's boy to make up his mind to kill him. But if he couldn't keep him a prisoner, and he couldn't kill him, what could he do? He was scowling down at Shadow one morning, and puzzling over this, when a happy idea came to him. "'I know what I'll do,' he exclaimed. Without another word, he picked up the cage with Shadow in it, and started off across the green meadows, which now, you know, were not green at all, but covered with snow. Happy Jack watched him out of sight. He had gone in the direction of the old pasture. He was gone a long time, and when he did return, the cage was empty. Happy Jack blinked at the empty cage. Then he began to ask in a scolding tone, "'What did you do with him? What did you do with him?' Farmer Brown's boy just smiled and tossed a nut to Happy Jack. And far up in the old pasture, Shadow the Weasel was once more free. It was well for Happy Jack's peace of mind that he didn't know that. Chapter 32 Happy Jack is Perfectly Happy Never say a thing is so unless you absolutely know. Just remember every day to be quite sure of what you say. Taking things for granted doesn't do at all in this world. To take a thing for granted is to think that it is so without taking the trouble to find out whether it is or not. It is apt not only to get you yourself into trouble, but to make trouble for other people as well. Happy Jack saw Farmer Brown's boy carry Shadow the Weasel away in a cage, and he saw him bring back the cage empty. What could he have done with Shadow? For a while he teased Farmer Brown's boy to tell him, but of course Farmer Brown's boy didn't understand Happy Jack's language. Now Happy Jack knew just what he would like to believe. He would like to believe that Farmer Brown's boy had taken Shadow away and made an end of him. And because he wanted to believe that, it wasn't very hard to believe it. There was the empty cage. Of course, Farmer Brown's boy wouldn't have gone to the trouble of trapping Shadow unless he intended to get rid of him for good. "'He's made an end of him, and that's what he's done,' said Happy Jack to himself, because that is what he would have done if he had been in Farmer Brown's boy's place. So, having made up his mind that this is what had been done with Shadow, he at once told all his friends that it was so, and was himself supremely happy.' You see, he felt that he no longer had anything to worry about. Yes, sir, Happy Jack was happy. He liked the house Farmer Brown's boy had made for him in the big maple tree close by his own house. He was sure of plenty to eat, because Farmer Brown's boy always looked out for that. And as a result, Happy Jack was growing fat. None of his enemies of the green forest dared come so near to Farmer Brown's house and the only one he had to watch out for at all was black pussy by this time he wasn't afraid of her not a bit in fact he rather enjoyed teasing her and getting her to chase him when she was dozing on the doorstep he liked to steal very close wake her with a sharp bark and then run for the nearest tree and there scold her to his heart's content he had made friends with mrs brown and with farmer brown and he even felt almost friends with bowser the hound 
sometimes he would climb up on the roof of Bowser's little house and drop nutshells on Bowser's head when he was asleep. The funny thing was, Bowser never seemed to mind. He would lazily open his eyes and wink one of them at Happy Jack and thump his tail. He seemed to feel that now Happy Jack was one of the family, just as he was. So, Happy Jack was just as happy as a fat gray squirrel with nothing to worry him could be. He was so happy that Sammy Jay actually became jealous. You know, Sammy is a born troublemaker. He visited Happy Jack every morning, and while he helped himself to the good things that he always found spread out for him, for Farmer Brown's boy always had something for the little feathered folks to eat, he would hint darkly that such goodness and kindness was not to be trusted, and that something was sure to happen. That is just the way with some folks. They always are suspicious. But nothing that Sammy Jay could say troubled Happy Jack, and Sammy would fly away quite put out, because he couldn't spoil Happy Jack's happiness the least little bit. Chapter 33 Sammy Jay upsets happy jack a good deed well done often is overlooked but you never are allowed to forget a mistake sammy jay chuckled as he flew across the snow-covered green meadows on his way to his home in the green forest he chuckled and he chuckled to have hurt him you would have thought that either he had thought of something very pleasant or something very pleasant had happened to him once he turned in the direction of Farmer Brown's house, but changed his mind as he saw the black shadows creeping out from the purple hills, and once more headed for the green forest. "'Too late today. Time I was home now. It'll keep until tomorrow,' he muttered. Then he chuckled, and he was still chuckling when he reached the big hemlock tree, among the thick branches of which he spent each night.' Don't know what started me off to the old pasture this afternoon, but I'm glad I went. My, 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 but I'm glad I went, said he, as he fluffed out his feathers and prepared to tuck his head under his wing. It pays to snoop around in this world and see what is going on. I learned a long time ago not to believe everything I hear, and that the surest way to make sure of things is to find out for myself. Nothing like using my own eyes and my own ears. Well, I must get to sleep. He began to chuckle again, and he was still chuckling as he fell asleep. The next morning, Sammy Jay was astir at the very first sign of light. He waited just long enough to see that every feather was in place, for Sammy is a bit vain and very particular about his dress. Then he headed straight for Farmer Brown's house. Just as he expected, he found Happy Jack Squirrel was awake, for Happy Jack is an early riser. <clears throat> Good morning, said Sammy Jay, and tried very hard to make his voice sound smooth and pleasant, a very hard thing for Sammy to do, for his voice, you know, is naturally harsh and unpleasant. You seem to be looking as happy as ever. Of course I am, replied Happy Jack. Why shouldn't I? I haven't a thing to worry about. Of course I'm happy, and I hope you're just as happy as I am. I'm going to go get my breakfast now, and then I'll be happier still. That's so. There's nothing like a good breakfast to make one happy, 
said Sammy Jay, helping himself to some suet tied to a branch of the maple tree. "'By the way, I saw an old friend of yours yesterday. He inquired after you particularly. He didn't send his love, but he said that he hoped you are well and fat as ever, and that he will see you again sometime. He said that he didn't know of anyone he likes to look at better than you.' Happy Jack looked flattered. "'That was nice of him,' said he. "'Who was it?' "'Guess,' replied Sammy. Happy Jack scratched his head thoughtfully. There were not many friends in winter. Most of them were asleep or had gone to the far-away Southland. "'Peter Rabbit?' he ventured. Sammy shook his head. "'Jimmy Skunk?' Again Sammy shook his head. "'Jumper the Hare?' "'Guess again,' said Sammy, chuckling. "'Little Joe Otter.' "'Wrong,' replied Sammy. "'I give up. Who was it? Do tell me,' begged Happy Jack. "'It was Shadow the Weasel,' cried Sammy triumphantly. Happy Jack dropped the nut he was just going to eat, and in place of happiness something very like fear grew and grew in his eyes. "'I, I don't believe you,' he stammered. Farmer Brown's boy took him away and put an end to him. I saw him take him. But you didn't see him put an end to Shadow, declared Sammy, because he didn't. He took him way up in the old pasture and let him go, and I saw him up there yesterday. That's what comes of guessing at things. Shadow is no more dead than you are. Well, I must be going along. I hope you enjoy your breakfast. With this, off flew Sammy Jay, chuckling, as if he thought he had done a very smart thing in upsetting Happy Jack, which goes to show what queer ideas some people have. As for Happy Jack, he worried for a while, but as Shadow didn't come, and there was nothing else to worry about, little by little Happy Jack's high spirits returned, until he was as happy as ever. And now, though he has had many adventures since then, I must leave him, for there is no more room in this book. Perhaps, if you ask him, he will tell you of these other adventures himself. Meanwhile, bashful little Mrs. Peter Rabbit is anxious that you should know something about her, so I have promised to call the next book Mrs. Peter Rabbit. End of Section 11 End of Happy Jack by Thornton W. Burgess